sitting on the couch last night. Now, I just want to get serious for a moment, and I'm sorry about this, but uh, I think a lot of people will be on the same page here. I just got angry watching the news. Uh, the first three stories on Seven News last night, and I presume nine and the others as well, uh, three young boys walk into a grog shop in the northern suburbs and just take what they like, uh, threaten the manager, threaten to stab him, throw yeah. rocks at him, and then just take off with the grog. And it then was horrendous. One boy looked, I thought he was about 11 years old. Mm. He was, he was a skinny little kid. Next story was about the nine-year-old and his mum that got stabbed the other day. Now, the three boys have been arrested over this, which is great. Mm. Um, they face court, father walks out of court, abuses the camera, pushes the cameraman. Spits on spits it. At at the poor girl working for Channel they 7. An- they had ankle bracelets too, did, yep. and they'd cut them off. Yep, so they were on home detention, cut the bracelets off. They then went on to give stats that 180 homes have been broken into in the last two weeks. 180. All trying to get cars All just to cars. go for joyrides. Good friend of mine, and I know you ran into him recently at uh, your kid's footy, but a good friend of mine in the eastern suburbs had his home invaded, stole two cars, took the keys, two very nice cars. They were threatened. They were you know feared mm. for their lives. It goes on and on and on. And watching the news last night, I just thought, this has to stop. Mm. This cannot be allowed to continue in the suburbs of Adelaide. And, and these kids just get away with it. Then there was the story about the Golden Grove High School, by the way. Oh, that's... They were visited I, yesterday... I can't get this. ...by the Sammy D Foundation on the same day that Sammy D, which is all about the one-punch mm. philosophy, and then all of these kids punching on at the local bus stop. It is And the stories went stuff. on and on about the kids of Adelaide. These kids are 12, 13, 14, some, or 11... And I just sat there thinking, come on, enough's enough. So it's not the police, it's not, it's not the fault of the police because. Even though they some people predict, were saying that. But yeah, they, but they, they can't, can't predict do so much. They're going to break into your house tonight. So if you say, oh, where were the police in this? Well, they're, they're patrolling and it's not their fault. What I do want to point the finger at are the courts where these kids are just, oh, go home on home detention. Or, mm. So but what are they meant to do? I though, know. Well, this? that's my question this but morning. What are they going home to? That's, a, you know, that's, like, that's where it starts. Yeah. Surely. The parental supervision, what environment have they been uh, brought up in? Oh, like, clearly, like, if, if my uh, kids aren't home at six o'clock, I lose it at them, you mm. know, you yep. know, because yep. we've got rules. Yep. Let alone eight o'clock, ten o'clock, twelve o'clock, mm. or if they're even considering breaking into a house or stealing a car, it's it's just miles off normal, mm. and it's happening more and more. Like it's flogging so- boots, brazen. It's it's bloody armed robbery, not mm. armed robbery. It's just robbery, yeah. It's theft, yeah, right in front of their eyes. And then, like I say, an eleven-year-old kid saying to the store manager, "I'll oh, stab, stab you." Like, how could you even? How could that even mm. come out of a kid's mouth? Mm. How, how does that even get in? I was so- just ropeable watching it, thinking, "Is this is this what we're living is in it, amongst?" Is it? But it's the sympt- it's the symptom of a problem that goes on and on and on. It's cycles of families who don't get out of poverty, don't get out of hardship. It's just it's what they know, and it's what they teach, and. It's, it, you know, and children are innocent. You know, they're born innocent and they're brought... Oh, I don't want to give them all outs, Lozzie. No, I'm not giving them outs, but babies are born pretty much perfect. Yep. And then they come up and they, that's, they learn what's around them. Mm. And if they don't have enough discipline and, you know, held to well, account and love then? and love and all that... It's got to start somewhere. They can't, not everyone's multi-generational crooks. Not everyone's multi-generational crooks, and some people do have stuff going on in their head yeah, that makes and I, them... And, I, and I'm, I'm put my hand up. I feel sorry for people who, who have got issues that, that head down that track, but there's too much of it going on so at the, the tough, moment. So what you're saying is tougher penalties 
doesn't work or that's not the way to go. Well, we it has to, to be target, a combination. We have to target the parents. We've been we? soft on those, uh, for that stuff. What you're saying, and they want to make it softer. They get slapped on the wrist 20, 30 times, Dits. Mm. So they know they're not going to, not much All right, is going to. So where's the respect let's, for those? Let's play though? judge and jury here right now. The three kids that knocked off the bottle shop, we know they're on home detention. They had bracelets, took the bracelets off and went out. So what do you now do with them? Do you say to them, well, buggy, you're getting locked up for five years? Well, maybe they have to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. I'm not pretending I do know. But I, I, look, all I can say with myself, if I get in the pup, I don't like being in the pup mm. and I don't like having stuff taken away from me. I don't like to be humiliated and that'll make, you know, if I feel bad, I'll go, well, next time I can't do that. Mm. I've got to control myself. Yeah. That's what stops me. Mm. I don't know if it stops everyone else. I mentioned but if I get away ago. with everything, Dits, if I can go run amok mm. and no one cares and you know I get slapped on the wrist, mm. I'm more likely to go and run amok again next week. Yeah, aren't you I? are. I mentioned weeks ago in our rumour segment, there are people getting together like groups saying, do we need to live in gated communities? Now, we do not want to head down that path. That's but where you know we're what? heading. But that's where we're heading. So there are cities in the world like Johannesburg where the wealthy elite um, actually do have yeah, gated communities with security at each end of the suburb. Now, well, the divide is that, just gets bigger and well, bigger does. and bigger if it you does, do that. It does, but the alternative is at the moment, we just let these kids run amok in our suburbs no, and make work, life hell for all we of us. We do something about it. That's what yeah, we what do. are we going to yeah, do, well, though? What? Well, I d- don't look at me like no, I no, have the answers, su- but what, what's your solution? We're talking about it right I'll now. Lock them up. I think that it's because I don't think there's any improvement coming. It's real soon. If you lock them up, it's like putting something in the cupboard in your room yeah, and going, it's yeah, not but, there anymore. But don't it doesn't we, fix anything. But don't the rest of us deserve to be protected? Of course we do. But don't doesn't everybody deserve? Don't children born everywhere deserve the chance at a future? If you're born into poverty, you're born into abuse. Yep. And no one treats you right. I'm not disagreeing with that at all, but I think the, the good person down the road or their neighbour deserves to be What are they going to learn well. out of getting left out? Pardon? What are they going to learn by getting not getting locked up? By not getting locked up? Yeah. I'm not saying that you don't punish them. I'm just saying that you can't just punish and go, that's the end of the story. Well, you don't throw away the key. They've got to be re- uh, rehabilitated and mean. learn. Yeah, but we'll rehabilitation do goes... Where do you, you don't rehabilitate them in the need... home where they've been stuffed for 10 years. People need pathways out. They can't just be if locked they, up. They go on a counselling thing. They probably don't even rock up. <sighs> All right. Have your say on this. One triple three five three. We've got an anonymous caller first up. Hello. Good morning. Yeah. Good mate. How are you? Yeah. Good. Thank you. What would you like to say? Um. Just the sad reality of, of some of this is that my wife used to work at a certain place that kids that don't fit into normal schools go to. Yep. Mm. First word that came out of their mouth starts with an F. Second mm. word starts with a C. Yep. And that, that's for the teachers. And um, some of you know, their, their home lives, are, they've been abused. Parents are drug addicts, alcoholics, that yep. sort of thing. Some of the kids have actually been inside and they prefer to be inside because yep. they, they get three meals a day. Mm. They've got a warm bed to sleep in. And they're safe. Yep. And they're away from uh, troubled friends as well as from all the information I get. When they're inside and they're clean, they're, mm. they're fine. Yeah. No it's when they get pressure. out around the wrong people, yep. that's when they run a mark. All right, have your say. I can pressure. tell you the board has lit up. People, Absolutely. it's a very emotive issue. 
Four teenagers have been arrested after allegedly trying to break into cars at O'Halloran Hill. Yeah, you so it's police car, police car, police car out Three front. boys, the youngest, just 13, have faced the youth court after several days on the All run. All four accused, aged between 16 and 19, have been charged Hunt with is being... on for three boys after a brazen robbery in a bottle shop in the north. They've just suburbs. confronted a gang of teens who'd broken into the car outside their home on Young Street and stolen $550 cash. Now, you may not believe this, that was one night's news service. That was last, All of that was last night. Yeah, it was unbelievable That's not over the viewing. last few weeks or months. That's one night of viewing. What is going on with the youths of Adelaide? Let's go to Morpha Vale. Matt, what would you like to say? Uh, yeah, I just reckon that they need to start raising the penalties a little bit more, start sorting some of these judges out, and, uh, yeah, maybe look at locking the parents up with the kids. Have you had any experience with, uh, you know, what we're talking about here, or are you just like us, just looking on the TV and looking from afar? Oh, just looking from afar. I just, I just think something needs to be done. Like it's out of control. It certainly mm. is. All right, thanks, Matt. Uh, we've got Craig from Gawler. What do you reckon needs to be done? Well, locking them up is definitely not the answer because, as we know, that it just creates an apprenticeship of criminology later on. Mm. You know, and and I guess a child's brain generally doesn't develop till they're twenty-seven. So, I, I potentially a think a child's that brain doesn't develop fully, till it's twenty-seven. Fully develop until yeah, it's... fully develop when they're twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe military conscription, you know, give them some proper discipline because if they're in the prison with the other criminals, they're going to keep learning that trade. If they're out with discipline, you know, does that then develop their brain into a disciplined brain? Now, Craig, I, I, can, really I, I can understand people like you saying that uh, the answer isn't to lock them up, but can you see my point as well? Why, Absolutely. Why should me and my family have to live with people like that in my street or my suburb? Because isn't it dangerous for, for the rest of us? Yes and no. I mean, the, the the so-called experts have to know which children can be, uh, I guess, taught the correct way and which ones can't. Mm-hmm. And the ones that can't, then that's that's the problem that we've got to work on then. Mm-hmm. The ones that can be, um, I guess, repaired is probably not the correct term. Rehabilitated, but, maybe. Yeah. Or learned, right. educated. Yep. Educated. They're the ones that, obviously, we really need to work on. And the other ones that you would almost put in, how do you and tell the difference? He... How do you tell the difference, Craig? Well, Who's in charge of that? Well, that's not my job. I'm not paid enough yeah, to do that that's job. That's the but... judge's right. job. Good morning, Craig. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Stuart. Nicole. Stuart from Enfield. What do you think? Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning, Loz. Um, morning. Being a former police officer and youth liaison officer in New South Wales, I was involved with the Macquarie Fields riots. Well, what happened and... there? Mate, that, the Macquarie Fields riots was a result of a police pursuit that... Um, ended in tragedy with three young people being killed. Mm. Right. Um, and there was a lot of misinformation that that happened at that stage um, where information was in the community that uh, the police rammed the vehicle, which was not true, there was no damage on, on the police vehicle at all, yada, yada, yada. What then happened was the community turned against the, the police. There was riots for three nights in Macquarie Fields. And a lot of the offenders were under the age of 16. So what we implemented was, I mean, we learned a lot from the from that as the police and how we handled uh, giving out information to the community. But what we learned was there was that massive bridge gap between us and the youth. So what we did is we implemented Camp Impact, which was um, impressing milestones, police and community interaction and teamwork. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we arranged to take 
kids that have been identified as being at risk of being involved in criminal activity and we would take them away for a weekend yeah, uh, with police and we would we would build those relationships so yeah, was it yes, effective it, yeah look Laura, it was mate it um what we did is is over a period of probably the time that i was still there as the, as the ylo i think I did another three years there before I transferred out. But in that three years, I think we put through, oh, I'd say over a hundred kids. And I think out of the hundred, there was probably two two that reoffended. So we had a very high That's success amazing. rate. Mm. It was really good. And we got a, we got re, uh, nationally recognised for a crime prevention mm -hmm. um, award from the federal government yep. um, as a, a local area command. And the proof in the pudding was about 12 months later, literally to the date, there was another police pursuit. Another couple of kids were, were killed, sadly, in that. Um, and what happened there was instead of the kids riding and going off, they were ringing Chris and myself. And we had the opportunity to get into the community and work with these kids. And they, the kids were actually saying they couldn't understand why these kids were still getting into stolen vehicles. Right. So working with these kids is, is, is part of the, part of the, mm -hmm. the answer. Understanding but why they do it to start with. Understanding why they do it, what environment they come from. But the parents have also got to take responsibility mm -hmm. for these kids as well. Mm -hmm. We're not the kids' parents. We're, right. you know, whoever mm -hmm. we are, we're the community, we're the police, we're whatever. <laughs> parents have got to stay have got to start taking responsibility for their own children and they can't blame society for the way their kids are. Half the time at the moment then, and thanks very, very much yeah, for call. that call. Great call, Stuart. If, if, if kids are breaking in just to get cars, it's a game. Yeah. Half of it's a game, yeah. isn't it? Well, they'll they only keep the car fun. for an hour or so, won't they, and then leave it. It's entertainment. Maybe we need to take them out to Malalara or bloody the Bend. <laughs> Let yeah. them have a run around. Right. Yeah. Judy at Larks Bay has got a story to tell. Good morning, Judy. Good morning, very decent lots. How are you? Good, Judy. Um, I'll apologise uh, first up if I become emotional during this um, okay. call. Yep. Um, but my my family was a victim on the weekends, just oh, gone. No. What do you mean, a victim? Um, so my son and daughter-in-law now got married Saturday. Um, while they were both uh, getting ready for their wedding, they were away from their home. They had organised a dog sitter to come and stay at their house. Um, my son's Mustang was stolen out of the driveway. Mm. The house was broken into. Amongst the items that they stole was their passports. Oh, no. And come Monday, they were meant to be flying out to their honeymoon overseas, and they haven't been able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, the wedding day went ahead, but I know that my son is just devastated mm. as we are um, and I listened to one of your calls before saying that a child's brain doesn't develop until they're 27. Yeah, he is 27 mm. um, and I I can't commend my son and my daughter-in-law enough for going through with the day the way that they did and how well they conducted themselves knowing what had happened mm. that morning while they were both having photographs taken and hair and makeup done knowing that somebody had invaded their house and now no longer can they go on their honeymoon on my date. Mm. Judy, Sorry thank you that, so Judy. much for ringing in. These mm. are the stories that we need mm. out there. Well, that's we, what's happening. We need people to understand what is going on out there. They just wanted the Mustang. That's what, you know, knock it off, yeah. go for a joyride, hopefully not kill anyone or hurt anyone, and then do it again next weekend. Catch a taxi there because oh. they're that confident mm. they're going to do it.
That's how brazen they are. God, this is this is out of control. This yeah. makes you mad. Yeah, it does make you mad. But uh, yeah, we need to need to uh, need to find a way of getting around it. Stuart from Enfield was had some good ideas. Have we got the time, the resources, and everything to do it? Certainly, the last couple of years with COVID, the cops have been under the pump. Look, I, I don't know. I don't know if this interests you or not. But it, that montage we played at the start, as I said, that was one night's news. That wasn't over the last year or the last few months. One night, all of that stuff's happening out there. I'd, tomorrow, how about we get the police commissioner? Maybe the next day the premier, you know, police minister, youth services ministers. Let's go. I'd love to talk to these people over Resolution. the next few days. Well, you can't do say, nothing, dude. So what are you, it's only going to get worse. What are you doing? It? You know, and, and again, I don't want to point the finger it's just at the fault. premier or the commissioner and go, what are you doing? But sh- are you discussing this? It's what not are their the plans? Fault, but what plans are in place? What they've are we... chosen careers where this is what they. Yeah, they have to know, fight it. They have to fight I'd it. I'd like to know. If, you know, please tell me this is a priority at the moment. It's high on their agenda. I wouldn't mind taking calls another day and trying to get some parents who have got kids. You know, like that bloke who left the court. I'd love to understand what, uh, from a parent's perspective, with a kid that's off the rails. What Mm. about a kid? What about someone? Is it their fault? Are they, is it, it, can you just breed a kid like that? Uh, how hard is it? You know, you know. Hear the different different angles. Mm. What about kids who? Well, people who used to be troubled kids who have gotten out of it. Yeah. I would love to hear from All you. All of that. I'd love. Yeah. Yeah, bring it on. Mm. Mm. Well done. Uh, sorry for not getting to through all the calls today. Um, Heaps of calls. Yeah, Heaps. A, but thank you for getting in contact with us. It is 7.52 here with Rudits and Loz. And coming up from nine this morning, our Oztober 300 countdown continues. The best Aussie music as voted by you at triplem.com.au. Hey, uh, I've got a very good email to read out here. You know, uh, what, 20 minutes ago we were talking about the youth crime in the suburbs, that yeah. last night's news service was dominated by just shocking stories of what our kids are doing and stabbings and cars being stolen. Hey. 180 break-ins in two weeks. Toby writes in, I went to uni with kids who were from Sweden, Norway and Switzerland. All countries have mandatory military service for one Mm. year. While in service, they get fit, learn discipline and learn trades in a gap year. It results in low crime and a skilled workforce. Now, I said to you off air, Loz, didn't I? I would love our leaders to go to a country like Singapore for a week or Switzerland and sit with their leaders and ask them, what, what, do you do, what do you do differently to us? Because in those countries, Rue, they don't have the Is issues we're having. Is that the cycle breaker you do if you can't rely on their families to do it for them? Yeah. Mm. Well, what, what, as I said, there are countries in the world that do not have these issues. What are they doing differently to what we're doing? Wouldn't you go and ask that question? Yeah. Well, well let's put it to uh, Malinowskis or yeah. someone like that. Police commissioner. Mm. Yep. Yep. Good email. Good question. Yeah. Very good. Rightio, coming up next, Mark Beretta. He's on the phone. He's going to be talking about his brand new book, which celebrates some of the biggest moments in sporting history. It's a good fella too. Triple M Brecky, Rudits and Loz. Uh, last night, watching the news service, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And we've been talking about this this morning, youth crime in Adelaide. I think the first four or five stories were all about different things. It's disgraceful. Four teenagers have been arrested after allegedly trying to break into cars at O'Halloran Hill. Police car, police car, police car. Three boys, the youngest, just 13, have faced the youth court after several days on the All four accused, aged between 16 and 19, have been charged with... is on for three boys after a brazen robbery at a bottle shop in the north. They've just confronted a gang of teens who'd broken into the car outside their home on Young Street and stolen $550 cash. 
cash. And on top of that, police announced uh, 180 break-ins over the last two weeks. Uh, you've just received an email, Ru. Yeah, I have uh, from uh, a lad who's had a, a tough life, it's fair to say, and, and continues to battle with it. But he's a brave man and he knows what goes on in these families, in the system. Um, and he said, uh, I was just listening this morning, we definitely need harder sentencing Uh, They never give the maximum sentence, so there's no point really having one. Also, I would bet my bottom dollar that 90% of the crimes that are going on out there are done by 10% of the people. So if you let the wrong people out, it's just going to continue to happen. Look at the dad that was on TV last night. That is the home that these kids are going to be bailed out to and going to live with. So a dad came out of court, uh, pushed the cameraman, spat at the girl, the reporter from Channel 7, mm. and he was the father of one of the stabbing accused. Yep, and we're not saying this is easy, and we know there's a lot of factors that contribute to all of it, but uh, yeah. we can't just sit on our backsides and no. let it happen. It no. seems like it's getting worse, and uh, we all need to do our bit to try and rein it in and, and fix it. We had some great calls earlier on the show, mm. an ex-copper from uh, Sydney, uh, New South Wales, who uh, had some ideas. Um, yeah, and we're definitely going to follow this up over the coming days and weeks. Mm. Yeah, we will.